This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So the only thing left to say is, you in. Order now on the McDonald's app. You can also get reward points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Welcome one and all to the Back of the Nest Preview Podcast. I'm your host Terence Ford. And it's time to build you up to Crystal Palace's visit to the Amex, hot on the heels of our 2-1 victory at the Den. Heskiff, back-to-back bruisers. Yeah, very intimidating, I'm sure it's going to be on the South Coast, just like it was very scary against Millwall. Yeah, um, Albert has been inspired by our trip to the Den and is currently wearing a... What's that? What would you describe that flat cap as, Heskiff? Oh, is it a peak Ard? I don't know. Ard? Double oh, Ard? <laughs> well Ard, yeah. A Dordy Kaka, I think you'll find it's called. Yeah. All you're missing is your black taxi in the background, mate. But before we get into this, <laughs> let's get into this. I'm thirsty. I want a beer. What about you? You want a beer? In honour of uh, Michael Alise, I've gone for the Equaliser IPA this week by Very good. former friends of the pod. Tiny rebel. <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to say it was a bottle of something in reference to all the shit he got thrown at him. But <laughs> Welcome to our world. I, hazy, nose juicy, taste pine tropical. You wanky. Equalizer, a <laughs> finely tuned hazy IPA. Mm, that's good. It's going to be a good one tonight, people. Do you reckon you're going to do a spin-off in the summer of ASMR, where it's just you supping cans of beer and making enjoy noises of enjoyment down the microphone? What's, what's ASMR? Is that like some kind of kinky stuff that I don't know about? But it's where people listen to other people make very satisfying noises very close up to a <laughs> microphone. I hope I've got that right. I'm not great with uh, acronyms. Can you do an impression of... Can you do a... Can you... No. <laughs> You're um, right, you can't. Yes. I know I know you've got one, Albert. How 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 would you respond to supping on that bottle of Budweiser? Um closer what, to the microphone, please, Albert. Hourly. Um oh um mm. <laughs> 
four 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 for four pound fifty in the co-op. Something like that. Ooh. Great. Perfect. Cool. I think Equalizer might be about four fifty a can ordering directs from them. God knows how much it'd be in a shop. Hint, hint. Send Terence more <laughs> free beer, please. Yes, not to the address in Hertfordshire. Thank you very much. <laughs> so Millwall still excited still buzzing about it um, great day out really enjoyed enjoyed it sort of on and off I'll get into it how was your experience Heskiff um, missed it after nine years well not really when we were walking down uh, Coward's Way or whatever they call it I was just reminded of what an absolute shithole it is um, and I've got to say, by at half time, I sort of wasn't really missing it at all. But um, yeah, within fifteen minutes of of the second half starting, I was I was loving it again, especially seeing all the angry little little boys down the front at the uh, in the home end. It was uh, well worth the visit. Um, Albert, you you waltz. You didn't get the coach, did you? You didn't get the train. You didn't do Cowards Way. No, well, no, I did Coward's Way on the way out, um, but I had no choice. Uh, so, yeah, I walked, walked from Bermondsey. Um, noticed a lot of people with, um, and listen, I'm assuming they were Millwall fans, noticed a lot of people with hoodies that had, like, goggles in the hoodie. <laughs> when did that become? Oh, they're kind of old, those things. They've ex- they've existed for a while now. I was worried about sounding like, you know, approaching middle-aged. What's this newfangled thing with... But the people wearing them were, like, about 10 years older than me, so... <laughs> Do you reckon that next week, then, going by the hat this week, next week you'll be wearing a hoodie with the yeah, goggles on it? Yeah, yeah, perfect. maybe I will. <laughs> Six pounds, Streatham High Road, this flat cap. Thank you very much. Very nice. <laughs> 10 years ago. Now that I know it's from Streatham, I'm all for it. That's fine. <laughs> yeah, Carry exactly. on. Um, uh, but no, the den was interesting, wasn't it? I mean, the review show obviously covered all. I mean, I mean, yeah, it's all over social media. Covered the the fruitier, nastier aspects of it, which was um, sort of depressing to watch, and only made beating them more enjoyable. Uh, the Mateta celebration might be one of the best things I've ever seen. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's gone straight into my probably top three away days, just as, as a pure fuck you to all those, um, I'm just going to say it, cunts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it is that just with each Mirwall fan video that got released, the footage just got better and better until you finally ended up with that one where you can fully see Elise the entire time, just get picked up and flung around and seamlessly just starts walking towards the Mill fans on the spin with his hand just shushing the crowd. Got all the way up to them as well. Like did not back down, did not flinch from anything anything that was thrown at him. Beautiful. Absolutely. Quite enjoyed beautiful. that the end of that video had just a chair being thrown on the pitch. That was also <laughs> quite funny. It was, it was beautiful but it was um the the fans when he's like just calling him you fucking schlag <laughs> You fucking schlag. Fuck you, you schlag. <laughs> Absolutely brilliant. Loved it. Um, 
<laughs> Afterwards, I did actually see you on the platform of South Bermondsey station, but um, I was with someone who was, his first ever away game, was feeling a little bit nervous about things. And um, we'd just missed our train, direct train to Palace, so we had to wait, and it we was on the plat ended up being on the platform for over 20 minutes. And um, slowly the trains come and went, and there was police and then all of a sudden the police left when the last london bridge train left and there was about 30 palace at one end of the platform and 30 mil at the other end of the platform where the police had vacated and just left us all on our own and you could you could cut the tension with a knife like unfortunately sorry nobody did cut any tension with the knife but um <laughs> but sort of standing glaring at each other moodily from one end of the platform to the other but of course you know there are normal mill fans as well who aren't up for a ruck all the time <laughs> as um you well know with your friend heskiff who's um what did he what did he say he wasn't too happy with his boys was he no i texted him after the game and said you know actually I didn't think they played too bad. And he was just like, you know, no issue with the result. He, he'd he said to me before the game that he was worried about Elise because he saw how good he was um, when he played for Reading. But yeah, he was just, just says he, he hates it. You know, like he's surrounded by people being racist and homophobic and booing the knee and all that. And he's as far from that as you can get. So he's, you know, he just wants to go and watch his football team there is local team, his family all support them. But it's just, there's that backdrop all the time. And I think it being a game against Palace, where obviously the ground is a lot more full than it normally is, it just amplifies it a lot. And yeah, he just, you know, he thinks it's it's shameful is what he said to me. He just, he hates it, you know, because he just wants to go watch some football. Uh, yeah. But yeah, he's not he's not one of these people that sort of defends it or says that the media's out to get him or any of that sort of stuff. So he's uh, he's got his head screwed on, thankfully. Yeah, as we've learned over the last few days, is their slogan should actually be "No one likes us. We we really care." Actually, we, <laughs> we care quite a lot. We care quite. No, care no quite one likes us. No one likes us. We don't care. <laughs> you care. Um, yeah, but. Uh, Going out against me all told that um you may have seen the Crystal Palace social shared a tweet about um Crystal Palace fan Denny Warren who passed away. Um did either of you two recognise him when they posted this picture? I no, recognise him. I don't think I've ever yeah, had any interaction with him, but yeah, I've I had a few interactions with him in the years gone by and also like just remember him from being a kid, me and my sister, and everyone, like, just every time he walked past us, we'd say, no, it's Danny, it's Danny, it's Danny. That kind of scenario. But, um, yeah, Millwall, Millwall back in the 80s, apparently, 70s and 80s, used to have posters of him in their pubs with the title Public Enemy Number One. So if that's how Millwall felt about him, um, obviously a good chap all round. <laughs> but, um, yeah, rest in peace to Denny. Um and uh, commiserations and, you know, best thoughts out to all of his family members who might be listening. Yeah, agreed. The victory at Millwall has handed us a favourable cup draw. What's what's this now? Um, Albert, I'm gutted that it's not Hartlepool away because um, obviously we would have gone up there and had a massive bender, but <laughs> Hartlepool at home in the fourth round, um, you've got to fancy our chances in that one. 
I mean, yeah, you've jinxed it clearly. Uh, <laughs> I've been I've been possessed by the spirit of Heskiff. You've you've jinxed it by saying it's an easy tie. Uh, but, but look, you know, um, you can't you couldn't ask for a more you know no disrespect to Hartlepool, but you know on paper you couldn't have asked for a more favourable draw. Hang and on, you with, say no disrespect to Hartlepool, but half their fans was disrespecting us saying it was a terrible draw and it was boring so screw yes yes but i'm the better i'm the better man clearly uh so yeah on paper look i'd rather that than man city at home or man city anywhere um and there's a few all premier league ties which sort of gets a few big boys out or bigger boys out of the way hopefully i mean brighton are out let's face it next round uh, so yeah, look, you know, I, I don't mind who we get in the cup, but when you get a team that's, you know, f- significantly smaller, then yeah, you know, all it does is increase your chances of going further in the competition. And, you know, every time I get the train to Palace, the, I go through the Wembley stations on the overground. I literally have to sit and look at Wembley. I can see the arch in the distance from the top of my road. Uh, and yeah, traveling to the den on Saturday on an FA Cup day, FA Cup third round, which is the best, unless you get to the final FA Cup, third round is the best day in the football calendar. Um, I want to go back there. Uh, So yeah, Hartlepool at home, I'll certainly take that. Yeah, hopefully it'll be one of the ones that get picked up by TV as well. It's infuriating just seeing so many all Premier League games broadcast on the TV in in that round, you know. Whoa, 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 whoa. There was Everton Hull. Yeah, no, on TV, I mean, in terms of like your West Ham Leeds, for example, what no one wants to watch West Ham Leeds as a prem, as a all Premier League FA Cup game, you know. Why? Where was where was Barnsley Barrow? That five four stormer <laughs> was just an absolute ridiculous game. Um, yeah, it was just you know so many teams that can do with the money a lot more and that sort of business. So shame, but. You're going to say just, something? Yeah, yeah, just on that, um, with the Hartlepool game, I've seen a couple of people have said it on Twitter, and I, I agree with it, that, you know, we should just give Hartlepool like a, a very large allocation, not the tickets down to like a tenner. Because I remember when we played Grimsby a few years ago, they brought lows, didn't they? And that was that was a good atmosphere. That was good fun. Um, and you would say that were home Grimsby, to Hartlepool. Were Grimsby on social media saying it was a shit tie, though, before? No. There you go. Right. You know, in, we, in that could case, be, it could be embarrassing. It. We could give Hartlepool a big allocation and then not many of them turn up because it's boring. True. Forget it. 50 quid. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I mean, I yeah, it, it obviously it's within Hartlepool's um, you know, interest to sell it out. As much sell as much as they can and get us to sell as many as possible because you take half the gate right. That's how it works in the FA Cup. Whoever's playing, so or something along those lines. So yeah, no, I'm looking what forward weekend, to it. What it's, weekend are the? Is the next round fourth of February? Nice kids for a quid, please. Parish, I want to yeah. take both children this time. Mm. Yeah, hopefully. But um, look, it's a good draw. And then, you know, put you into the fifth round if we can get through that tie and, you know, favourable, a couple of favourable draws in terms of, you know, get Man City against Liverpool in the next round, get Spurs against United, that sort of scenario. And then it could all open up for us. So, but just nice to score a cup goal. And um, <laughs> one, of the cup, one of the cup goals, 
was scored by um, Jean-Philippe Mateta, obviously. Um, this Jean-Philippe Mateta. Boom, 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 boom. Mateta's a doom. Oh. There ain't no striker Fuck. better than Jean-Philippe Mateta. Boom, boom, boom. Boy, <laughs> You've done me. You wouldn't sing it to us last week, so um, you volunteered it in a WhatsApp voice note. <laughs> I'd had, I'll be honest, <laughs> more than one drink at that point. I mean, I even put, to be fair, there's a video that I put on Instagram of me and Vanessa fucking waving the dog around, singing it to him. Our poor dog gets, I was going to say thrown about before the RSPCA get onto us, if anyone of them listening. I mean, in a nice possible way. Um, but yeah, we were pretty drunk to be fair at that point. Mm. Um, but what, a, a, I'll be modest. What, what an angelic voice. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it's a shame he's going to go. Cause I, I was looking forward to you that singing that on the terraces. With you. <laughs> um, although my, um, apparently I'm just crap at making football songs cause my Mateta kicks corner flags against all our foes. So, um, uh, the what's the, what tune is it? Why can't I remember who it's by? As in the Scotland get battered everywhere they go. Is it Rotterdam? This could be Rotterdam or anywhere, Liverpool or Rome. Isn't it to that tune? Don't know. Try it. Yeah, Scott. <laughs> <laughs> um, <clears throat> so it would be Mateta kicks corner flags against all our foes. Mateta kicks corner flags against all our foes. Against all our foes. Yeah. Could be, it could on. be everywhere. Um, yeah. <laughs> Hypothetical question. If Jean-Philippe Mateta scores against Brighton on Friday and then goes back to... Do you know what? Even if he doesn't go back um, after that game, would he go down as our greatest loan signing ever? I know I know. all the headlines are about Conor Gallagher at the moment. Oh, best loan signing ever. Best. If Jean-Philippe Mateta has done bagged the, the goal against Brighton, all right, we'll let him off with the uh, the, the was it the Norwich goal, uh, the Millwall goal, and he scores against Brighton, and then he re- he never plays for the club again. You've got he's that's got to be up there for best loan signing ever. Discuss well, Albert. It's as if you've um, read my article I wrote for the BBC today. <laughs> oh, for fuck! <laughs> <laughs> moving on. I didn't, I didn't mean that question. <laughs> Hesketh, um, do a jingle. Quit. We didn't. We didn't do the Terence's Media Watch jingle. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, in my uh, what did what did BBC I write? BBC article. Yeah, go on. Yes, let's. I'm just trying to you know bring it up. Let's have a look. I can't wrote, believe I hung that one up for you. Livid. I wrote. Jean-Philippe Mateta is an enigma. The French striker joined Crystal Palace on loan a year ago and has managed just 545 minutes of mostly disappointing football. So, it seems... (laughs) Antithetical. (laughs) Can't even say the word. That, should his heavily rumoured moves to Saint-Étienne materialise in the transfer window, he would depart a cult hero. Um, Goes on, I won't read it all. Um, you go to um, bbc.co.uk forward slash sport forward slash football forward slash teams <laughs> crystal palace <laughs> dot org dot dot org dot no um, but yeah no, it's, it's it's true you know 
if in recent memory is one of only two players to score away at Mill and away at Brighton during his Palace career. Um, we were trying to work out going further back with Dudley. So Friedman and Mateta have certainly been the only one in recent times. Uh, Mark Bright, um, we think probably did it because we can remember him scoring at Brighton and Mill. Um, but Brighton might have been in the ZDS and there's a chance Ian Wright perhaps did it as well. I'm sure if you go further back into the hundreds of, you know, 80 to 100 years ago, there's probably quite a few that did it. But, you know, basically the point is not many people do it. And you win fans over when you score against rivals, um, particularly when they're winning goals as well, which this one was. And when they're double nutmeg back heels <laughs> against Brighton, when you only have two touches in their boxes. So... I basically ended that arc with Patrick Vieira is now faced with a conundrum. Keep Mateta for the last six months or cut ties and say thank you for the memories of, for, that were last last time. What do you reckon, Heskiff? Stay or go? Uh, I think he should stay. I think he should stay. I don't think he's I don't think he's an amazing player, but I enjoy him. Uh, like you say, the, the two goals against the rivals is great. His goal against Norwich was really well taken. I think it's worth having him as an option, even if he's not starting. Um, so, I, yeah, I'd keep him. I'd keep him. Whether that's in our hands or not, I suppose it... I mean, it should be, I suppose, because we'd have to agree to cut the loan, wouldn't we, if we wanted, if we wanted to get rid. Um, but I'd keep him. I'd keep him until the end of the season. Uh, do you agree, Albert? Uh, I'm not going to let you know. I'm going to leave a comment on your BBC article. <laughs> um, you can read it. You can read it there. Fair uh, enough. No, yes, no, yes. I would keep him. Just you know, why not? Uh, he's a he's a hero already. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely um, is. He um, could be our cup striker. We could only ever play. You know, just play him in the cup. He's clearly you know lucky charm. Play him against. <laughs> he's just a big game striker. That's what he is. Talking of lucky charms. We signed the Irish player today. No, that's just that's just awful. Let's leave that alone. <laughs> um, I'm in block B, row 25 at home. So if any Irish people want to come and slap me about at the next home game, feel free. Um, Killian Phillips has signed from Drogheda. Uh, Heskiff looks like one for the under-23s. Um, I think it was officially tweeted by the Palace Academy account anyway on Twitter. So um, do you know much about him? Uh, I know absolutely nothing about him other than he posted an Instagram from the stands, I think, at the Southampton game. So I think he's sort of been training with us for a little bit or or the move sort of been knocking about for a little bit. Um, a couple of replies from, from Irish sort of League of Ireland fans I saw on Twitter said that he was the best young player in their league, which is good. I mean, like you say, if he's going straight to the under-23s and he's... You know, not much pressure and it's one of those sort of no-lose signings, really. If he turns out to be a bit of a gem, great. If not, we haven't haven't really lost anything. So, be interesting to see, see him play on Palace TV or whatever it's called. And talking of the under-23s, absolute corker from Raksaki last night against Everton. Oh, it was. Well. Very good goal. Yeah, took that really well. Look, zero backlift. Looked like he was going nowhere and just unleashes it out of nowhere into the bottom corner. Um, really, really would like to see him get some minutes this season for the first team or get out to the championship. I mean, 
I mean, you got you got to think there's teams that could do with someone like him in a championship. But who knows at the moment? The Afcon's on. Uh, wingers are, wingers are away. But Albert maybe not for long because Ghana lost their opening game. Um, so could we be expecting are you back sooner than initially feared? Well, potentially, uh, potentially not. You know, I'd, I'd like to see you know, I'd like to see our players do well on in international duty, and if that means Ghana do well, then that's great for Jordan Ayew. Um, yeah, I mean, obviously, we you know we, we like having our our best players around. Um, but yeah, we'll see. Let, you know, I'm sure they're all enjoying representing their countries, and it's a good tournament. I like it. Um, it's just you know it's tucked away on Sky. I think that's the only problem. I, me- I remember BBC used to have it. I'm sure, and uh, it sort of bounced around. So I can't say I've I haven't I haven't caught any any wow. yet. But uh, I'll, when's Wilf playing? Let's put it uh, that way. Well, Wilf plays tomorrow. But do you, do you want to do you want to hear the Afcon results? To, to date yeah um, it opened with Cameroon beating Burkina Faso 2-1 and then since then Ethiopia nil Cape Verde won Senegal won Zimbabwe nil Guinea won Malawi nil Morocco won Ghana nil Comoros nil Gabon won <laughs> Algeria nil Sierra Leone nil Nigeria won Egypt nil Sudan nil Guinea-Bissau nil <laughs> So there's been one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine games, and there's been three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine goals in those nine games. Five margins. Tight. What's your point? It's like Syria from the early nineties. It's just either everyone's Maldini at the back, or um... oh, sorry, I thought you meant Syria. I was, I'm pretty sure they're not in it. <laughs> <laughs> Although um, Comoros, shout to Comoros, never heard of them. Little Island in the ocean, apparently. Um, first ever um, AFCON for them. So losing one nil to Gabon. But um, what's his chops? Chaku Kiate off to a winning start with Senegal. Mm-hmm. So um, I, watched, I watched both Senegal and Ghana games uh, yesterday. Afternoon. I mean, if anyone's listening, I was working really hard. And. <laughs> wasn't watching it was on in the background it was on in the background um the Senegal game Czech was sort of playing as a defensive midfielder and Zimbabwe didn't really do much going forward so he was barely on the ball which is a bit annoying uh Ghana game IU ran around a lot didn't really get much of the ball either and then got taken off so <laughs> not great but I uh I did read that in the Sierra Leone game Sully Kai Kai come on as a sub. So that's pretty good. Wow. Fair play. I didn't even know he'd gone out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Sierra Leone. And they drew with Algeria, who won it last time, I think, and my favourites this time, maybe. Yeah, Algeria. So that's pretty, pretty good result. Uh, Algeria beat Senegal with a Riyad Mahrez goal in the final last time, 1-0. Uh, Kiai was cap- captaining Senegal. Is he still their captain? He is not. It's a Drissa oh. Gay now. Oh, okay. Maybe he was injured last time or something. They had, they had a few injury problems. Um, Watford, though, on the other hand, have been out trolling the Afcons today, it would appear. Obviously, infamously now known as blocking um, Saar and Emmanuel Dennis going to the Afcon. 
Dennis was back in training today. <laughs> and Albert, they've Watford have posted a tweet saying back in training and then put the Nigeria flag in the tweet as well. And um, Nigerian fans don't appear to have taken to it very kindly. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Yeah, I mean, I'd love to think that it's not intentional, but it's so, it's so crass that you're almost like, oh, it's got to be intentional, isn't it? Like, that's... Uh, Particularly when I it's mean, coming from Watford. <laughs> well, they, yeah, listen, I have to, like, as you know, I have to do this bit quietly because the walls are thin. Um, but yeah, um, I mean, it's out of order. Like letting, not letting the players go is one thing, and then kind of like doing a subtle like "fuck you" by putting the, like you say, the 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 day that they've done it, putting the flag on it. I mean, if it's not intentional, it's fucking stupid, mm-hmm. um, and just smacks of disrespect any which way you cut it. Yeah, well, they did manage to get a win without him. <clears throat> Iniacho scoring a goal um, against Egypt. Mo Salah's Egypt, no less. So it'll just, just about be right that Egypt will lose their next game and then Salah will just leave early and be back in time to play us. Great. <laughs> <laughs> hopefully that's not. If he hopefully. Get, that's if he doesn't get a false positive COVID test like all those other Liverpool players got. Yeah, uh, mad how the odds of that are <clears throat> like a trillion times more unlikely than winning the Euro Millions, but... Mm. 10 false positives unlucky yeah mental in it don't take any lateral flow test just after you've eaten um, you want to be a response say if you want to give it a go eat some Nutella and then do a lateral flow don't don't do that because you will test positive um, <clears throat> um, I think that's about it we should start talking about Brian look at that this this might be a record I think we're only about 20, 25 minutes in here. <laughs> well, can I can I just say I listened to the re- the review show of the um, the what are they called Millwall game, Mill <laughs> game, and they got you know they got six minutes in talking about Hambo's new dog, uh, talking about Sam being pregnant, producer Sam. And yeah, not me. It, I'm it, not was, pregnant. it, it, it was barely <laughs> six minutes in, and Mike. Mike Scott of the review show panel was like, isn't this a football pod? He's like, fucking hell, mate, you should come on ours. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, we are where we are. I think we talk about football a bit more now because it's, it's quite fun. Like, how do you not want to talk about football when Elise and Eze is on the field? You know what I mean? Lovely stuff. Absolutely. We paid combined 23 million for those two. 
And Newcastle are just about to pay 25 million for Chris Woods. Absolutely mad. He's he, They're paying more than twice than what we paid for Edouard. It's crazy. Absolutely crazy. <clears throat> it's, it's quite funny as well, though, that they have that 25 million release clause in his contract because <laughs> they've obviously put that in there. No one's going to pay 25 million for it. <laughs> and now in a bizarre, bizarre twist of circumstances, a direct relegation rival has just basically taken the pretty much only goal scorer that Burnley currently have and have just crippled a relegation rival. It's, it seems crazy. Um, Sean, Sean dies frantically on Google looking for a Chris Wood looky-likey that he can send up to Newcastle <laughs> instead. Well, maybe he could go and um, pick up Andy Carroll, who's scored a couple of absolute bangers tonight. <laughs> if you haven't seen this, Andy Carroll has scored a bicycle kick and a chest down first time volley from 25 yards into the top corner, both of which would disallow Frostlight <laughs> in a 7 0 defeat at home. <laughs> <laughs> How does that even happen? Mad. I mean, I mean, Fulham. I've heard say Fulham have scored fifty-eight goals in twenty-four games this season. That's sort of Man Citying the Championship, it would appear. But <clears throat> yeah, crazy. Crazy. Going crazy. back to that Newcastle thing, though, like they get taken over by obviously you know, as shady as it is. Obviously, it's a huge amount of money behind Newcastle. And it's like, yeah, we're gonna sign on Bobby. <laughs> yeah, man, we're going to say Messi, Ronaldo, it's fucking Chris Wood from fucking Burnley. <laughs> and Kieran Trippier from Burnley. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> wow. Um, yeah, next up, if, if if they add Josh Brownhill to their ranks, you know, it's that's it, completely, <laughs> <laughs> completely finished. Yeah, we're going to we're gonna sign Messi and your new manager, Eddie Howe says he's going to build a team around John Joe Shelby. <laughs> oh, I really hope they go down. I really do. I reckon we could get 18 million for Mateta and he's not even ours. <laughs> <laughs> so, didn't we do that with Sorlot, basically? Sorlot's so, the sort of player that I can see Sean Dyche bringing in to replace Wood. Big, tall, white, smack it on his head. Shit. Text, shit. Textbook Burnley, yeah. Jaw as big as his shoulders. <laughs> we'll, we'll score against Palace. Get him in. Uh, can't talk about we Didn't we talk about Benikovovi scoring against Palace last week? And um, Lassie did. Very, stra- yeah. very strange. Very strange that he seemed to dip his head in, I don't know what, when the Millwall fans were booing the Palace players taking a knee just before kickoff. And then he proceeds in scoring and cupping his ears to the Palace fans and giving it large. It's like, you really want to endear yourself to that lot? Not so, mm. not so sure they feel the same way about you, mate. But um, after some fancy footwork from Jack Butland, <laughs> similar. Um, I was, I, I did similar um, fancy footwork um, about ten hours later after <laughs> eight pints. Was that at the, uh, was that at the Oyster Bar that you sent us a photo of? No, that was shut by then. Thank you very much. We moved, moved on the club by that. She very good. Wait, uh, I, watched, I, woke, I mean, I woke up in the morning to requests from you to come to Soho and the beers are on you. Yeah, then we went to Soho. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Um, you appear to have dodged Omicron, though, so that's that's something. I mean, Jesus Christ, I don't know how that that that, that fucking train going back into London Bridge after, like fucking, I've seen cattle treated better. <laughs> um, you took the yeah, train. No, do you know what? I was I was going to take the coach, but I was I was um I was just too scared of it. I was too scared of that. I was too scared of the train. Um, yeah, I don't really get that you're too scared to get the train set. I mean, the prices are expensive. I will grant them that, but <laughs> I wouldn't say I wouldn't say it invokes fear. Uh, yeah, very very strange, very very strange. Um, especially considering a club coach goes everywhere to every away game and always has done since day dot, basically that I can remember, um, in, including. Millwall, Charlton, any of those ones because you have old people that it's just a lot easier for them to do it that way. Very mm. strange sentiment. Can I just say we were giving ourselves a pat on the back for getting on to preview in Brighton like <laughs> in an orderly fashion. <laughs> like 10 minutes ago. And now we're talking about oysters and conches. <laughs> well, we can. We were talking about shrimps on the barbie, if you like, because we've got an Australian referee, Eskif. We do. Ja- ja- Javid Gillett, G-Lay, Javid G-Lay. I mean, he's Australian, he... I reckon, Gillett. Is he the best we can get? Get? No, it doesn't work, does it? Mm. Uh, he comes from oh, London, under. I see what he did there. I thought you were just doing a shit Australian accent, but what you were really no, I was doing... going for the Gillette. For the Gillette, the Gillette. yeah. 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 That, and that's why Billiam is doing voiceovers and not you, mate. <laughs> but, he, but he doesn't write them. Get 10 times longer cooling with Colgate Plaques Mouthwash. Now, <laughs> buy one, get one free at Boots. <laughs> what a pro. What a pro. Just sat, just clean as a whistle. Shrimp on what, the barbie. What he hasn't told you, sorry, what he hasn't told you is every time you play that, he gets about six quid. <laughs> <laughs> PRS check two is coming through. You're welcome, Billion. <laughs> um, no, I was just going to say that Shrimp on the Barbie, I can never now hear without thinking of the time that I first met Vanessa's dad, my wife's dad, where he got all of her siblings to like turn off the telly and sit around the table. So it was like the whole family and me sat on the table and then Vanessa fucked off. So I was on my own. Uh, and then he, he kept saying shrimps on the Barbie to me. And I was like, I don't know him well enough to know if that's a joke or if he thinks that's an English thing. And then about 10 minutes later, Vanessa came in and was like, that's for Australian people. And he was like, oh, and then didn't say it again. So now, <laughs> <laughs> so now I think of that every time I hear it. How was it when you met Joe's family for the first time, Albert? Should we talk about Brighton? <laughs> <laughs> Mike, Mike Scott is crawling himself, turning himself into a ball of rage listening to this now. Was it him that accused <laughs> us of sounding like pissed women at a wine bar? Do you think? Using his alias on the VBS. Yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm wait I want to hear this story now, you've intrigued me. Um Well my my <laughs> wife's uh, it wasn't the first time I met them, but it's quite early on. My wife's uh my wife's family name is well, she's still bone of contention, she's still got her own surname. It's not a bone of contention at all. It's twenty twenty two, isn't it? Her surname is Finkel. So to her family, you know, the Finkels, one of the first times 
I went round their house. I think I put the put the TV on, and on Sky Movies, there's a film called Swinging with the Finkles, and I got really weirded out. I didn't know if it was like some weird, <laughs> some weird like subliminal um, messaging, but no, the f- I can't remember the first time I met them. To be honest, it was so long ago and happier times, wasn't it? So that's a joke. That's a joke. Mm. I had a um, <clears throat> when I was younger. I had a Jewish girlfriend who surname. Uh, the first time I met her parents was around uh, parents, grandparents, all the lot around us, and um, just before we went in for the dinner, her mum pulled me to the side and said, "Look, the grandparents are really, um, really old school, and you know they're not going to be happy if they find out you're not Jewish." So when they ask you your name, you should probably tell them that your surname is Fordsky. And I was like, what? And she was like, look, just, just do it. If she's old, she's going to pop her clog soon. Don't, don't worry about it. She'll, she's on her way out. Just, just, just do it to keep an old woman happy. So sit down, having dinner, a couple of glasses of wine. The old lady turns to me and asks me what, what my surname is. Hook, line, and sinker. I say full ski, and the whole table starts pissing himself laughing. I can't, I can't <laughs> believe you actually said it. <laughs> so fair play, fair play. Well, I'll, t- I'll, I'll tell you what I said to the rabbi that married me and Joe um, at our pre-wedding meeting, but I'll, I'll save that as a tease for next week. <laughs> okay. Remind us. Uh, <laughs> now, now, I suppose we should talk about Brighton. Is it Brighton Palace? Heskiff without Lewis Duncan, Wilfred Zaha. It's going to be a weird one. It is going to be a weird one. Um, I didn't know that Dunk was was out. Um, I did have to clarify why he wasn't playing because it could be a number of reasons, legal or injury. <laughs> um, same with Basuma, funnily enough. Um, but yeah, it's going to be weird without them because they're both sort of the pantomime villain, aren't they, in the, in the game? Uh, but Brighton have got loads of players that I hate, so I'll I'll find someone else to shout abuse at. <laughs> um, yeah, no no Duncan, no Basuma. You got fancy Albert Oza, Brighton's two best players, basically. Um, big misses for them. Obviously, we have our misses as well, but it's going to significantly weaken significantly weaken weaken them. God, I, I can speak honest. Where, where's Billiam? Well, have they have they got their equaliser? Just ref- shout out to your beer again. You know, is, is their equaliser playing? Oh, yeah, Mopay's still about. He's oh, cry baby. I think he scored a couple of another couple of injury time goals since we played them. They are they are mm. the absolute masters here. You got to play right to the end against Brighton. Are you sure they are equalisers? Because I've definitely seen those goals, and the celebrations suggest it's more of a winning type goal. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, absolutely. Brighton are the masters are taking three points from a draw. Yes. Yeah. Oh no, they're allowed to celebrate. I suppose it's becoming a thing for this. Their thing, you know. They make t-shirts about one-all draws. It's fine. Let them get on with it. Um. <laughs> Your face. Uh, are you gonna? Are you gonna be? You feel like more or less intimidated than on Saturday, Heskiff, going to this one? <clears throat> I don't really think I've ever felt intimidated going to Brighton, to be honest. 
Um, especially Ooh. if I rock up to the stadium with you on one side and DR and Gusset on the other. Oof. No, no one can touch me. If you want to borrow my flat cap, there is time for me to get it in the post special delivery. Your head's a lot bigger than mine, mate. <laughs> yeah, that, that means they'll be more scared. <laughs> is that how it works? The bigger the peak cap, the harder you are. I mean, you live in Streatham, high road, six pound, probably a bit more now. This is this is twenty ten prices. <laughs> oh, well, you certainly would want me by your side after. Um, we, were you out back when the Millwall fans broke into the away end at the end of the game? I was not. Yeah, I was. And um, my immediate reaction was to rally people to the course and then realise I was doing it in front of many police. <laughs> and I was like, this probably looks really bad. <laughs> I should probably stop. Um, but it was all over before it basically started and they were gone. I was going to say, to be fair, I do want you by my side at Brighton because you've got my ticket. So, <laughs> <laughs> Practically speaking, yeah, I do need you there. I don't have your ticket as of yet. I don't have my ticket either. Hopefully they will arrive, <laughs> but who knows? Talking about the goals. The They're probably on the coach, you big <laughs> fanny. <Yeah. laughs> um, the last three games between Palace and Brighton has seen injury time goals, um, Albert. Brighton have scored two injury time goals to level up games and Ben Teke has scored obviously a winning goal in the last minute at the Amex. And yeah. the away team hasn't lost this fixture in the last six. So good signs. Yeah, I mean, I don't go into this game particularly scared of them as a footballing proposition you know they've had some fairly decent results recently um but yeah look you know we're a good side uh i'd like to think elise will keep his place you know quite you know obviously the performance wasn't great on the whole on saturday but you know i do think there's you know i'm not giving anybody any excuses and no disrespect to millwall of course i don't mean that all the disrespect to millwall uh, you know, I think there was a bit of a, and I think it's it's probably a a, a subconscious thing. You know, I, I think some premier, lots of premier, you know, that's why you have cup cup upsets all over the place. I do think sometimes it is hard to really raise your game against a lower position, um, just because you know there's a some sort of psychology there of well we're we're clearly the better team, um, and it can obviously keep you unstuck. But I'd like to think that we will definitely up our game in terms of general performance on Friday. And and if it is a similar team, I'm sure we'll see Edouard or Benteke start. Mateta probably won't. I don't know. Um, but I think on the whole, the personnel is going to be the same. And hopefully, hopefully they're all right to, you know, up their levels a bit and go into it with the intensity that this game needs. Hmm. Nicely put. Um, certainly need, hopefully the mill will run out was a good one for Gallagher because he looked, off the pace for large periods of that game. Um, so <clears throat> hopefully they get, get that one under his belt and then be back to his very best against Brighton. Uh, something's got to give in this game, Heskiff, when you mm. hear this. There's been over two and a half goals in Palace's last five Premier League games. So a lot of goals, we're basically saying. Yeah. But Palace have failed to score in the last three away games in the Premier League. 
There have been under 2.5 goals in Brighton's last four home games in the Premier League. <laughs> uh, and Crystal Palace have lost their last three Premier League matches away from home. Um, so on the one hand, there's going to be loads of goals. On the other hand, there's going to be no goals. Which side did a coin do you think is going to fall on? Um, I think there'll be, I think there'll be, yeah, a decent amount of goals. I still, there are game in in games. I think for the most part, our defence looks all right, but I still, I, I just struggle to see us keeping a clean sheet, which is a weird thing to say because we don't. I don't think we give up tons and tons of chances, but you know, like against Millwall, obviously, other than Butland sort of dicking about with the ball at his feet. It didn't really create much, but it didn't surprise me that we'd let in the goal. So I think Brighton will score. But at the same time, especially if Elise is on form again, and I think if we have Edouard on the left, which I think we will, in place of um, Eze, I think he can cause, uh, well, both of them can cause a lot of trouble to Brighton. So, yeah, uh, I was going to give away my prediction there. But now I've changed my mind on what my prediction is. Well, you're on a winning streak after predicting 2-1 against Millwall. So follow it up with... I'm I'm going to go 2-all. 2-all. Um, Albert. Optimism? Uh, yeah, I think I think someone someone's going to win it 2-1. Uh, and I can't sit here and say it's going to be Brighton. So I'm going to say we're <laughs> going to win it 2-1. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go for one all. Um, yeah, I'm just much like they're giants in the air. I still see a struggling for corners. I think Mill will create a couple of chances, some crosses, and the heading was just dreadful. Straight ended yeah, up of, being straight balls, A lot of balls flew in towards the end, and there was a lot. Of, I mean, I was obviously it was the other end in the second half, but yeah. it, it seemed like there was lots of balls fizzed across the goal that. Didn't you know people didn't quite get a foot on, or you know the the mm. ball was coming in thick and fast. Yeah. I mean, we've got we've certainly there has been a level of improvement. Like we're not just shipping goals left, right, and centre from set pieces like we were, um, particularly in the last couple of games where in the Premier League where we've played teams that have thrown the ball into the box against us, and we have coped with it largely. But then, you know, you have Anderson has moments like he did against Spurs where he lets a, you know, a five foot four Brazilian out jump him. Um, you know, those sorts of things. So, you don't know, it just feels like it was a bit like last time Brighton, eventually they just threw so many balls into our box at Sellers that in the end it was just, you know, the pressure got to the centre-backs and Gay um, let it bounce, as the Brighton fans love to say. And... Um, they got their chance and scored the goal. So, yeah, for a team that's going to put the ball in the box so much, I just feel like they'll score. But I also think it's difficult to stop us from scoring um, largely this season. Although saying that, we haven't scored in their last three away games. So hopefully that trend will be broken. But yeah, one all With a player like Elise, to just going forward, it's hard to see how you don't create chances. Um, and Edouard's looked really good of late as well. So... Weird that, isn't it? No Wilfred Zaha and we're confident that we'll score goals still. Strange strange times of thoughts, but I think that'll be enough for this week. 
Heskif, Albert, thank you as always. Thank you for listening, everyone. Um, if you haven't already, uh, head over to youtube.com forward slash back of the nest. DR's already got his midweek piece up on there. Um, look out for the match reports this coming weekend. I think they're recording Saturday this week, um, but it will be recorded over the weekend. So that will be ready for you um, slightly before normal time, I would imagine. Uh, we are back next week. Who do we play? It is Liverpool. Liverpool. No, I think there's a game before that, isn't there? Is there? Yeah, I feel like there's one before it. I don't we know. should look these things up, shouldn't we? No, I don't think there is. You know. No, oh, no, there isn't. It is Liverpool. It's You're Liverpool right. on the <laughs> Sunday. So oh, it's just so far away. The the distance between the dates, the fourteenth and the twenty third. I just. Yeah, that would be that would make sense. It's the following weekend still. So Liverpool, there and you then go. we're not playing the following weekend. The following weekend, we don't play. That's correct. That's this weird sort of one week break they slotted in for seemingly unknown reasons. I will be heading to um, watch Bristol Rose that weekend from the director's box, um, celebrating mm. my best mate's dad's fiftieth anniversary of his first Bristol Rovers game. Fingers any mango crossed. coolie? I was going to say, fingers, fingers crossed the rice puddings at an appropriate temperature. Yeah, well, hopefully, um, we've been trying to get Ian Holloway to join us, so hopefully that will happen. Um, Albert, do you, Albert, do you want to give him his hat so he can give it back to Ian? I was going to say, for fuck's sake, don't let him make a speech. Yeah. <laughs> 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 no. But uh, yeah, so we'll be back next week. We are recording on Wednesday. So it'll be in your ears on Thursday morning, ready for your commutes then or whatever sort of things you do these days. On get to work. So until next week, up the palace. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mate's already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.